Online Podcast 440. Hello, ladies and gentle horse. My lips are chips. My lips are chips. Welcome back to Online Podcast. I'm Ding. <laughs> Wrong show. <laughs> no, welcome to Online Podcast, ladies and gentle whores. Welcome back again. And uh, without further ado, I'm gonna run straight back to the same guest that I had last week, who's Aming, who was my uh, childhood neighbor, who uh, exposed to everyone about my. Fascination for lipsticks and high heels when I was little, and so I'm gonna have him back and talk a little bit more about his life. How exciting and how interesting his life was, wasn't it? I, I didn't even know about all this. And oh, you know what? Welcome back, Aming. Welcome back. Hi. And uh, what I'm I want to what I want to start with is actually have you and we can all you know both talk about this. Is how is it? What situation and how? Interesting. I mean, your life is so exciting. How interesting it is that we actually kind of, after so many years being, you know, apart or you know not connected, and then somehow got back together. How how how, <clears throat> how did all that come about? Tell that story. That that one. I've got a bone to pick with you. That one. Okay. I mean, what? I'm still pretty sore about it. Oh my gosh! What? Oh, you guys break my, broke my heart big time. Okay. 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 <clears throat> well. In the year 2008 and 2009, uh-huh. I was crazy about money. I would do anything and everything for money. Uh-huh. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Correction. I, 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 don't, I don't mean that anything and everything. Like, what I'm, I'm trying to say is that I would travel around the world uh-huh. to do projects and work and jobs. Yeah, you were very, like aggress- well, very um, um, aggressive with your career. Yeah, politically speaking, you you're so politically correct. Basically, <laughs> I'm just a pain in the ass, you know. I I've lost track of what is more important in life. So basically, you know, okay. I, I started doing so those. so so <clears throat> money money project work was your was your focus at the time in two thousand eight. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So who are you who and, were you uh, working for yeah. with and what projects were you working on at that time? At that point in time, I thought I, was, I thought I was pretty smart because the economy wasn't as good in Malaysia. Uh-huh. So I started to look outside of Malaysia to do projects. And uh, I ended up um, doing work for um, a partnership between um, Canadian and U.S. citizens. Uh-huh. American and Canadian business partners. They, uh-huh. they want to start a health and wellness business uh-huh. in uh, Southeast Asia. So that's how I started. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so basically, I travel between Singapore and Hong Kong, and pretty much I live about almost a year in Singapore and a year in Hong Kong mm-hmm. uh, during those two years. And I, I, um, I overwork and um, I neglected my my, my health. Uh-huh. And um, so <clears throat> I've been coughing. I've been coughing a lot uh, for about a year at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing a lot of uh, GPs and doctors, and uh, you know they they came up with all sorts of things. At first, they thought it was at that point in time it was H one N one. Yeah. Um, Med cow disease, bird flu, all sorts of things. So they, 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 they you know, I basically I was just like uh, a guinea pig. Went through all sorts of tests and everything. Everything went well. Uh-huh. So finally, <clears throat> they came up with this thing called post-nasal drip. Yes. As in like, yeah, yeah. So Which, that's the reason why it irritates my, you know, that's why I cough yeah, and stuff like that. Okay, right. you know, I bought that. So <clears throat> started taking antibiotics, pills and everything. So it's always, 
almost gotten rid of the cough, but it will always come back a few days mm. later, kind of thing. Yeah. But then, then one, <clears throat> someone, uh, one of the doctors uh, said to me that probably when she found out that uh, I worked a lot, uh-huh. and because of the time difference, I would always have my video and teleconferencing between eleven at night until about two or three o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. and then I would sleep for about a few hours. And come seven o'clock, I would get up and. When it's eight or nine, Hong Kong office and Singapore office would start calling me. We would have telephone conferencing and video conferencing again. So she was saying that probably I need more rest. Yeah, I've been going on like for so long, and right. it just doesn't make sense. But uh, you know, I was like, hey, what is rest? You know, <clears throat> at that point in time, um, I've been working twenty four seven kind of thing, mm-hmm. and to me, it's not important. You know, when 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 I'm sleepy, I'll just fall asleep. You know, <laughs> when yeah, I wake right. up, I start work. I started working again, right. kind of thing. Your whole life is <clears throat> work essentially. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, so suddenly, I came back. In between my travel, I, I came back to Malaysia um, for a few weeks. One night, I felt that, uh, you know, there was this thing churning inside my lungs as if I've got lots of phlegm that I need to, to, to cough out or whatever yeah, thing. Yeah. By instinct, instead of just coughing out on a piece of tissue or whatever, you know, uh-huh. it felt a lot. So I got up, I, I, I rushed to uh, I rushed to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And my second bathroom, uh, I, 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 I don't you know, look funny I don't use the first bathroom, the one attached to my master bedroom, uh-huh. because um, I'm very particular. <clears throat> so he's very anal. Him, I, I'm he's, anal, yeah. He's anal, he's <clears throat> OCD. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and, and uh, a lot of other things, like a little bit of dyslexic and a little bit of, you know, all, all sorts of things. Anyway, <clears throat> I left that bathroom uh, with Pam. I, I let her use it. Uh, Pam, because Pam, is, Pam is Pam, uh, his wife. The, the person I got um, I married to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your lovely <laughs> wife. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> she's not as, as, she's not as tidy and oh, particular as me. Well, so I said, okay, that's yes. the room. That, that bathroom, right? I mean, until today. That bathroom, I mean, she improved a bit, but, you know, I will not step foot in because the moment I step foot in, I will start nagging and getting upset <laughs> and start scolding her for not doing things the way it's supposed you to You want it. Uh, you the way you wanted. <laughs> not what, not, not what I wanted, but the, I thought that's supposed to the be right the right way of getting things done. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so I used the second bathroom, and uh, the 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 morning before actually, um, I just clean it so it's it's sparkling clean. The whites is brilliant white, it's shiny and awesome, right? Then <clears throat> I got that just in time because then it came out. Whatever uh-huh. in, in my lungs came out. Right? I opened yeah. up my mouth. You know what happened? The blood spilled out. Oh wow! Blood. It's not like you know. It's not like just a phlegm or whatever. That like, uh-huh. it just came out, right? Oh, it's just like a <coughs> fresh blood, like fresh blood. Right, you open a tap and it just oh my gosh. Out kind of thing. Oh wow! <coughs> and I just realized, fresh blood, it's not really like bright red, like when you get a cut or whatever thing. It's kind of dark color. Oh, it comes oh, oh. from inside. Oh yeah. So, so I, I I got a shock. Seriously, I look at the blood. Right, in, I was in disbelief, and I look at myself in the mirror that I just cleaned right the morning before. And look at me. And I could see blood coming out from the corner of my mouth. I was like, my God. You know, at that point in time, I loved the Night Walkers, the, the Vampires movie and whatever. Yeah. And I looked like that. I was so fair. And apparently, the, 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 the two or three months before this thing happened, right, I started to lose a lot of weight. Oh. Being fair, especially when spending so much time in Hong Kong and, and, and in the office and stuff like that, not seeing the sun. Uh-huh. Remember earlier, I was telling you that I'm not yellow when I yes. get white. I, yes. Milky white. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's pale skinny with blood right oh i look so much like that that guy was it edward or whatever <laughs> the guy that like, oh my god you know i pretend that i look as cool as him right 
that was so scared. I said, my God, what happened to me? Then the, the second rush came. And I was so shocked. I shut my mouth with my, 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 my hand. Uh-huh. I covered my, my I shut my mouth and covered my mouth with my hand. Yeah. <clears throat> Guess what happened? It came out from my nose. Oh no. Oh gosh. And once I was looking at myself, the mirror, the the, the blood all right. It, it basically just covered the whole mirror. Oh my gosh, like spray out all the blood. Just spray out and I, I, I was so scared. Because I said to myself, is something wrong with me? There's no bullet hole, there's no wound. I was sleeping, you know, a few hours yeah. ago. Yeah. For the last happened to me and I, then the first thing I said to myself I don't want to die <clears throat> then you know what, is, what was the next thing that was you know the moment of truth for me right you know yeah. the moment of enlightenment I would call yeah, it right yeah, yeah. I looked myself in the mirror and I said I don't want to die I can't die because if I die who is going to look after my mom my, my wife my aunt and my brother mm. because I was so into money right? I thought that money is everything in this world right. I have to work 24-7 because my kind of work basically I provide a service a brand consultation services mm-hmm. if I don't consult I don't <clears throat> I don't provide whatever rubbish I use I yeah. have a point of use I cannot build my client right yeah <clears throat> I was so shocked then I opened up my mouth I got a shock with all these things yeah. happening right then the third time blood came out from both my nose and my mouth oh my gosh it was scary. So, and so at the point in time, how how long between those episodes of of, of gushing blood from your lungs? <coughs> it like, felt like forever, but probably it's few minutes because honestly, okay. I lost. So you were you were there in front of the the sink and the mirror, and it just like you know come out, come out, come out. So the third time comes out from both your nostrils and your mouth. And uh, I knew that something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, you know, that's that, that, that's the funny part. You know, I don't know what happened. Probably it, it, it happens to everyone. Okay, go on. The so, Skype is a little bit crazy. But go on. Let me see if he comes so, back. Uh, because the, the blood comes still continuing okay. flowing out from my mouth and my nose, right? I have to basically tilt my head to the, towards the back and kind of feel my way out of the bathroom. Uh-huh. I could get into my chin. Because I was, you know this second bathroom is actually opposite my second bedroom and my next to my third bedroom. And at that point in time, this is the third bedroom I'm sitting here talking to you now. At that point in time, my second and third bedroom, right, uh, both Pam and I, we had, we had so much clothes and bags and everything. These two rooms has become our changing room, our walk-in mm. changing, changing room. Mm-hmm. And, and I just walk in, I feel my way through. I've managed to pull uh, some clothes out from uh, T-shirts and towel out from uh, <clears throat> my, my staff uh-huh. and managed to find one of my backpacks and then put them in and walk straight back to the room get a paper bag and uh, a paper towel. Mm-hmm. Funny, you know, I can remember all those things, you know. Wow. Right? And got were, were you out. Were you feeling things or or did, were you just like trying not to drip on your stuff? Were you so concerned about getting blood on your things? Yes. Yes. I was very <laughs> concerned about it. <laughs> yeah, you, you got me there. Seriously, I don't know what the hell is wrong with me, right? When this thing happened, right, I could become so calm, but at the same time, I wouldn't want the blood to drip on the floor on my clothes on anything. And it's true, you know, exactly this thing came through my mind. I had need to do all those things. I got my phone, I pulled out my charger, <clears throat> and Pam was in Singapore at that point in time. Mm. So I called Kokanya, yeah. which is my cousin. Yeah, cousin, yeah. <clears throat> at two or three in the morning, normally she was she would be sleeping like a pig. Yeah. Thank God the phone rang twice, she picked up the phone. Uh-huh. In a bit doing what you want. Okay, take me to hospital. And without having to say anything more, she hung up the phone. 
and normal driving speed, it would take her about 15 minutes to get to my house. Uh-huh. That evening, it's less than 10 minutes, about five wow. minutes plus. <laughs> because she knew that if I were to ask for help like this, right, it has to be serious. Yeah. You know, it took months before I was willing to go to see the doctor because uh-huh. of my cough and things. Yeah. So <clears throat> she came and that, that, that evening, right, that morning, so happened that the mother couldn't sleep. So the mother was watching her Taiwanese soap opera kind yeah. of thing. So the mother, yeah. Kipo, right, Wujua Kipo, you uh-huh. follow us, follow her. Yeah. <clears throat> came to my house, so I walked down with a bag, you know, and then with one hand carrying my bag and then backpack and one Uyo, carrying Did you change? Bag. Did you get the change? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. I did change. Okay. I put a bit of perfume. Yeah. Bit... <laughs> <clears throat> Wipe my face, the blood. Okay. And, okay. Oh, yeah, and you know what? I cleaned the mirror and I cleaned the thing <laughs> before I... I... That is so <laughs> typical. That is so typical, you. But eventually, when Pam came back and came to the, went, went into the base, uh, uh-huh. the, the, the bathroom, right? Yes. She saw a few droplets of blood. Apparently, uh-huh. because while I was cleaning it, it, it dropped. Oh, but it at dropped that point from in time, I, I, okay. yeah, I didn't notice. But I was like, damn, you know, how could I miss those drops? Damn. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Why, 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 was, go, why was going through your mind at the time? Like very when you were, when you, oh, okay, so you, you were very calm. Shock, right, about what am I going to do? I don't want to die. Who is going to look after my family? Mm-hmm. After that, it all went calm because all oh, I know okay. is I need to get to the hospital. Okay, you need to live. You need to take care and you need to live. It's, it's your only mission. I, I never thought I need to live forever. I just, like, I need to go to hospital. Oh, okay, it's okay. like as if the hospital was the ultimate, my, my main so, focus yeah. at that point Sur- in time. Survival mode like, and the only target is the hospital. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears> so but, then wait, This is a real joke. Okay, the moment I got in there, I was I called her mother, auntie, right? Hello, auntie. Why are you here? Oh, it's okay, how is soon, how is soon. You know, that kind of thing. Like, is uh-huh. everything okay? I said, no, I'm in the hospital, right? Got in there, cough, blood uh-huh. <clears throat> in my paper towel. Threw, I threw it into the... Did, uh, they saw back. it. They know? Did they? Did you <clears throat> tell them that you, you're coughing blood? They saw the blood. They, they saw, all okay. Then okay. I see... So, yeah, I was like... Eh. I was like... At, at that time, my nose was half blocked because uh, the, it's still flowing with blood, but yeah. you know, it's half dry kind yeah. of thing. So I was saying, it's okay, don't worry. The, 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 the worst has, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's over. over. Yeah. You know, and then, but then they still see blood, they still get panic. It's okay, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid now because just now I, I freaked out because it was uh-huh. much, much worse. Yeah. <clears throat> then the first thing my cousin Julie asked me, where are we going? <laughs> right? Under normal circumstances, I would have whacked her forehead and asked <laughs> her to go for a call, right? right? This time I come and I was like, hospital, hospital, hospital. <laughs> then she said, yes, I know hospital, where? <clears throat> then she was panic, you know. She's panic, right? She couldn't even drive. I said, let's drive first. Drive, get out of this housing estate and then let's talk about it. Right? Uh-huh. While she was driving, then she said, ah, let's go to Sungai Bulo Hospital. And that's this huge 5 billion ringgit uh, hospital that's just been built a few uh-huh. months back. Yeah. And I said, yeah, okay, new hospital. I love it, you know, everything new. You, you know me, right? Yes. I'm not going to share the same bed that, you know, and stuff like that. Then the mother said, hmm, may not be a good idea <clears throat> because... The hospital may be too new that there's no doctors and nurses oh, there. Oh, wow. That's that's kind of smart. It's Malaysia, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, huh? Then I was like, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Well, sorry, not me. It was Judy. Where, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Where are you yeah. going to go? <clears throat> then I was like, um, the only hospital I know was the one that I actually shared with you earlier. I um, mean, the previous episode, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, I had to send my cousin to. Yes. Yes. So with the food poisoning or whatever, food allergy, yeah. Yeah, and that is like, Smack in the middle of the city center. Uh huh. Then I was like, let's go there. Then she was like, I don't know how to go. I don't know how to go. Actually, she, the best thing was, she and Pam and I, we went there before because oh, of this cousin. She's of panicking. Her, right? Yeah, she's panicking. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how to go. I don't know. You have to tell me. I said, I can't speak. I can't speak. Oh my <laughs> God. Said, oh my God. Then finally, the mother said, let's go, Salayang. Let's go, Salayang. 
It's a different hospital. Yeah, Selayan Hospital is actually uh, about at that, at that hour, uh-huh. less than 50 drive away. Yeah. We went there. <clears throat> to cut the long story short, i just give you the awesome part. That's yes. all right. We got there. <clears throat> this emergency uh, entrance. Yeah. There was this guy trying to chat up the girl inside the little booth. Oh, gosh. Saw me towards them because at, at the same time, they couldn't find a place to park. So she dropped me there, right? Yeah, Since yeah. I could walk. Yeah. I walked towards the guy. I said, you know, I need to be admitted. The guy just looked at me and turned around, continued talking to the girl, passed me a clipboard and asked me, fill it up. Oh, I was like, fuck you, I can't <laughs> feel. So anyway, I get so frustrated, but yes. because I was so ill with blood and everything spewing, I did not scream at anyone and uh-huh. I was so frustrated because I couldn't do it, right? <laughs> but the best part was, I opened up the carry bag full of used paper towels. Yeah. I just took the whole thing, shoved it right in front of it, her, uh, his face. <laughs> he looked at those blood, he panicked. The next thing you know, he pressed his button, right? Then there's this siren going on, red light coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, three guys rush up with a wheelchair and everything, and I was pulled into the emergency <laughs> unit. I like, yeah, I got it, man. <laughs> that was that was fun, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, you know, during those days, uh, the first few days, right, they couldn't find out what was wrong with me. But uh, the good thing was that there was this um, doctor on, on call that evening. A doctor who was on call. Old lady, big fat old. She's amazing. She just looked yeah, on yeah on duty. Sorry, not on call on duty. Oh, on, on duty. <coughs> and she just said to me was that uh, old doctor. Is bad. Did you say old doctor? Know, we cannot trace the cost now so soon. But what I do is that I'll give you a jab. Uh, old doctor. Yeah. And old doctor. Yeah. And uh, she said I'll give you a jab within half an hour. You should stop your bleeding from whatever cause it is, uh-huh. and then let's take it from there. Yeah. That was awesome. You know, I, I'm you know I'm scared of seeing blood, and I'm afraid of needle. Mm. Because of this, right, I, I got them both. <clears throat> anyway, so at that point in time, yeah, just get me, right? Within half an hour, the blood stopped. Good part is the blood stopped. Bad part is I couldn't breathe because my whole, both, both oh. have a nostril, right? Full of blood right oh, now. Oh, blood it's clot. Just, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, so, um, but, but, but fun because you know, eventually things started to get better. Anyway, uh, then she came to me and at this point in time, Mr. Tan, we can only guess, but there are four possibilities. Number one, very bad, um, very bad uh, uh, cold. Uh-huh. Very bad cold. Lung infection. TB, maybe lung cancer. Okay. And then I was like, hey dog, you know what? Then she said, yeah, what? I'm not ready for cancer. I've never thought of cancer, so I cannot deal with that. I'm sure it's not cancer. That's what I told her exactly. Uh-huh. <clears throat> As TB, I don't want it to be TB because last week, I was home in Penang, spending time with my mom, my aunt, and that little boy mm. that I like. Yeah. And I said, you know, this is bad. And Sorry about that connection. Sorry. Okay, go on. Okay. So. So, so you don't um, want to give yeah, the TB. So, it's like, I don't want it to be a TB because you were just spending time with your, your loved ones and you don't want to pass that. Everybody, yeah. yeah. So I don't want that. And uh, plus my two dogs, you know, I love my dogs. I always hug them and kiss uh-huh. them and things like that. So I said, but you know, if it's bad pneumonia, lung infection or whatever, I don't care. I can uh-huh. deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so for a few days, you know, they were putting me on all sorts of shit. Then thank God that uh, they have got a third party consultant, uh-huh. right? I went through my, my files and looked at my case and everything. And then the doc, that this consultant basically advised those doctors 
that put me on TB medication. Because by the time if they test my blood and everything in three days time they found out the result right it will be three days too late. Might as well let me put on, oh. uh, put me on TB meds first. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's how it started. And three days later, yeah, I, I know um, it's confirmed TB. So at least I I have got a head start of three days. Wow, <laughs> that's a good news. Yes. <clears throat> tuberculosis. It's just like TB tuberculosis is so it's so kind of rare now these days that people were, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, TB. God, I will tell you why you know, eventually uh, later yeah. on. But yeah, but when I heard that, I broke down and cried, and I, I've not cried for a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I c- couldn't really remember when I cried. You know, the yeah. last time I remember I cried was when my dad passed away when I was in form form three, I think. Wow. So I cried, and I and I cried not because of the the so called illness that I have, but I cried because you know, I thought that I may have uh, passed it on to my mom, my aunt, and uh, everybody that's close to me, and right. I, I felt really Guilty. really bad. Because uh, <clears throat> I felt really guilty, yeah. I felt guilty and, you know, and, and I'm, I'm useless because I, I won't be able to help them mm-hmm. if they, they got it. Yeah. So I, I cried, I cried. And then after that, I called my mom. After, um, yeah, obviously, I wouldn't want them to know I cried. But uh, yeah, my aunt caught me crying once when my dad was in hospital before he died. Uh-huh. And uh, she got a shock because apparently I was told that I am a rather positive person all my life. Uh-huh. And I'm always smiling at either that or I get extremely mad. Yes. So it's extreme. Either I'm smiling and extremely yes. friendly or I'm, I'm extremely mad and yelling and screaming at people. Right. But they have not seen me cry. So that was, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, okay, my dad died and before he died kind of thing. Because when I saw my dad in the hospital the last time, I knew that he's not going to leave. He's mm-hmm. not going to make it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so anyway, so I called my mom. I told them about that. So eventually, everybody was okay. They went okay. through the blood tests and everything. Everything okay. was okay. Plus my dog. So I was happy. And um, I didn't know you can actually pass uh, tuberculosis to dogs. Yeah, and and Doxon was very, uh, basically is almost ne- not being able to treat because when by the time you knew it, it's oh, way too late. Oh wow! It happened to dogs, cats, and horses. Apparently, oh, I Google. I had <laughs> <laughs> nothing better to do when I was in the hospital bed. I Google because I carried two. Uh, at that point in time, it was three GS, so I got two three GS. I couldn't decide whether to buy the black or the white, so I bought both of them. <laughs> so I Google. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and, and thank God, you know, and I was so smart, right? I I, I brought with me the charger. So uh-huh. while one one was uh, left charging, the other one I was well be playing with the other one. <laughs> the best part was that the nurses in the hospital, right, thought that they call me what you know, uh, Uncle Handphone because they thought that I I am selling handphone for uh, to make a living. <laughs> Cause you got both. Bloody hell! But anyway, <clears throat> I'm okay now. But uh, it that was two zero zero nine towards end of the year, but for three years after that, meaning two zero zero nine. 2010, 11, and up to 2012, uh-huh. um, I suffered a lot because of all the complications. One of the things was that the 12 or 15 pills I have got to take, I cannot remember how many exactly. I have to check my blog, but uh, one of them was a pink pill. One of them is an orange one. The orange one turned my, would turn uh, my urine uh, yellow. Some people, right, they will turn their, the, the white part of their eyes yellow as well, oh. and even their flat. Uh, mine was just urine itself. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, one of them, I think the pink one was the one that caused my massive gout attack, acute gout attack, oh. because apparently you know it blocks some function from the from the liver. Yes, and because of that, you know, since I've been having gout for more than ten years, it got worse. I got gout attack every single day. I have to take painkiller every single day so, for six months. So you months. have gout before your TB uh, incident, right? Yes, I've been having gout ever since I was in uni back okay. in UK. Okay, but it got worse <laughs> so, because you know, of your the medication. It got worse. Yeah. 
and and I have to take painkiller and all those things. So every single day, waking moment will be in pain. In my sleep, also I'll be having so much pain until I have to wake. I got up in the middle of the night, kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it was bad, and I lost even more weight. And after the first six months, I believe for six months. After the first six months, what? you were uh, in the hospital Sarah, for six months. Yeah, you were in in the hospital take... for six months. Oh no, 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 I was in hospital for twenty over days. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, quarantine. quarantine. War. And after that, yeah. I... Yeah, and after that, I, um, I'm uh, a prisoner of my home for one month. Uh huh. Yeah. So at that point in time, Pam was really happy because she she didn't have to stay at home. She get to eat, <laughs> sleep, and shit in her office. She's in the hotel line, so she just get a room in the hotel, and then you know she walked down, and then that's so her she, office. So, she walks so up, you're that's not a, supposed to see anyone then at the time. <clears throat> well, sort of... I can see, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I just want to be extra cautioned about this whole oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. Because you're like paranoid, super paranoid. It's like, don't come near me, right? Yeah. And at that point in time, right, I use, uh, you know those, um, oh, what do you call antibacterial spray? Uh-huh. I use uh, a bottle a day. Oh my Everything God. I touch or when I call, I just spray to the air and things like that. Wait, wait, let and me when remind... I open up the door... Let me remind you when that I... he's OCD too. <laughs> <laughs> so, when so that explains job, why. That. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and whatever I touch, whatever I'm in contact with, I would spray this thing. So every 24-7, I'll be carrying one, one can of uh, antibacterial spray with me. Uh-huh. The one that kills 99.99% germs kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so Pam would deliver food. Julie would deliver food. Pam would deliver, I think, in the morning, Julie how, would deliver. How do they deliver? Oh. Like, do, do they come see you or do you they just, just drop? No, no, they put outside. They just put outside my oh. shoe rack. They, I don't even allow them to touch the door and then they would just leave and mm. I would come down they would call yeah, yeah. yeah and then I, I would come down open the door pick up those things and start spraying spraying on the shoe rack spraying on the doorknob you know, spraying in the air and then walk inside quickly spray the air and breathe yes. <clears throat> not because of me but because just in case you know the Other air gets escaped or whatever yeah. OCD yes definitely <clears throat> anyway so for six months I believe when I was taking the, the medicine every, the medication every single day Every single moment, I, I have gout attack, acute gout attack. Wow. And after that, and after several blood tests, they know that I'm clear, I'm okay. I'll, I have to continue taking that for another six months, but twice a week. Mm. That time, life got better because the pain has become bearable pain. The first 24 to 48 hours of taking the, those pills, I will get massive gout attack. But in between, before the second time, I have got about one to one and a half days of rest, mm-hmm. almost two days of uh, in between time. Yeah, that the gout will not wouldn't go away, disappear <clears throat> totally. I still have my uh, swollen joints and stuff like that. But at least it's not it's bearable pain. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind of acute uh, throbbing pain. Yeah. Um. So I get to go out then. So Julie would take me out. Um, in the car, I started to buy crutches. And uh, when I get to supermarkets and mall, I would uh, Pam would actually help to uh, to rent to to rent well not rent but actually to, to get a wheelchair, wheelchair yeah. from the shopping center. Yeah. And uh, I get to play with it yeah. <clears throat> when I get tired when my arms get tired. You know I've got <clears throat> either Pam or Julie to push me, and sometimes yeah. it's the niece. Uh-huh. So life was pretty. I managed to go out and breathe some fresh air, look at people, and obviously at that point in time, I realized that how bad uh, the facilities for I call it orang cacat but actually you shouldn't call them orang cacat right it's uh, <laughs> orang kurang fire OKU right the, the, oh is, the, it, uh, is it the political <clears throat> politically correct term yes but I call them cacat because at that point in time I yeah. cacat so I can if I can call myself cacat right <laughs> I know <clears throat> so yeah 
going into the cinema was bad because I couldn't even get up the stairs. And uh, but some certain cinemas are good; they have got lift or they have got some kind of uh, uh, a device mm-hmm. for people in wheelchairs. So it's pretty good. Yeah. But when you go to the but mall in general. They kind of forgotten about people yes, in wheelchair or that, right. so it's pretty bad. It's unlike the to... United States. You know, United States all uh, public places have to be approved by the code that you have to have access yes, to exactly. for yeah. people in wheelchair. Uh, and some of my clients are good because some of my clients that I've, I've done branding projects with uh-huh. when they open up their outlets or retail mall or whatever, yeah. they actually put things into practice, yeah. so which is pretty good. Yeah. And, so now and let me like let that. me put you on pause. Tell me uh, what. Uh, this is a, around what year? Two zero zero nine. I got TB, and for for the next three years until twenty twelve, I've been having all this kind of gout pain and all this acute attack on and off. Okay, okay. Now, what what was your what was your mental state? What 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 were you going through in your mind during that time? During your healing from or or battling with the side effects of your gout and all that? What what was your mental state at that time? In a nutshell, after the first six months when gout is controllable, then I knew for sure that it's a medication. Every morning when I wake up, no, the, every night before I, I went to bed, I said that I'll get better tomorrow. Mm. Right? Yeah. After, after a few months, I changed it to I'll get better next week. Mm. Then it has become I will probably get better next month. Mm. And that is also the reason why I was so bloody positive until to a certain extent, to the point that I couldn't even comprehend myself. I made commitment to, to visiting you in New York and and, let's, uh, and going to London together because yeah. I thought that I, I was going to get better, yeah. you know. <clears throat> okay. Then finally, I said to myself, I know I'll get better one day. Okay, so you'll get better when one day. I said two years later or a year now. Sorry? You said one day you'll get better. That's the only... That it becomes yes. from tomorrow to this. Yeah. And it's all, during those times, right? That time when I said that to myself, it's funny how, how I look... How, how my per, uh, perception changed about a lot of things. Yeah. Because I, before that, <clears throat> I get very frustrated with myself. When I got frustrated with myself because I couldn't do any better yeah. and it's beyond my control... <clears throat> I'm such a freak in wanting to control everything. Uh-huh, that's Even what OCD is. At work. <laughs> and control freak. Even at, <laughs> Even at work, I will actually make a plan for things that's beyond my control. <laughs> just to feel better. <clears throat> right? right. Control a lot of freak, time, yes. In my line of work, I rely on third party, I rely on contractor, I rely on so many things outside my control and yet I have to have a schedule. So, but, you know, but, sudden, but suddenly everything is out of your control. You cannot do anything about it. I cannot. And then the people that felt it the most, right? Yeah. Were people closest, people closest to me, yeah. Pam and Julie. Yeah. When they forgot that certain things has to be done certain way, I jump at them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to me, if I were to repeat the same thing twice, it's once too many. Yeah. And if I have to repeat three times, or you know, if after after one month you forgot about it, I get even more annoyed. Uh-huh. How could you not remember kind of thing? Right, so right. yeah, they get all the a lot of shit for me, you know. Yes. <clears throat> ah, but they, they they stood by me because they know that I'm worth it. Okay. <laughs> so so hey, life, life became better, much better for them, all right? <laughs> no, so because so they like, start to look for things in life. <laughs> do you, what, what do you think? What do you think is it? 
in Julie, your cousin, and mm-hmm. Pam, your wife, that stood by you, who stood by you? Why do you think they did that? You know, the truth is that they obviously they love me, mm-hmm. right? They love me unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Whereas the more I care for someone and the more I love someone, the more I have conditions. Yeah. Because my, my expectation for them to do well in their own life is so much higher than other people. Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, a friend, uh, uh, <clears throat> I would look at a friend and a, a colleague differently because if a colleague, especially that person, reports to me, mm-hmm. uh, and if I see that the potential in them, I will always push them to try better. Yeah. And uh, whereas a friend, if I don't see them that often and they are not in, you know, they, they are not in my life that often, sort of expectation will be slightly different kind of thing. Right. So, so you push, so, yes. you push I, the I people... It you really push is. the people who are closer to you and uh, more important to closer you harder than yeah. than you do, like say a stranger. Do you, do you, when did did you know that when you do that back then? Yes, I do. Yes, and, I, I, well, yes, I do. And you are stubborn, and so. <laughs> and no, because I was brought up that way. You know, my mom would beat the shit out of me just to make sure <laughs> that I admit that I'm wrong. Okay. And my dad, and my dad is a guy that has never beaten me. Um, all his life yeah. he has only raised his voice once and I'll always remember that yeah. it's because I wanted to buy Monopoly to play with your sister and your brother and you uh, not you your sister and your brother <laughs> yes at that time Monopoly was such a big thing yeah. <clears throat> my dad being a typical China man he couldn't understand the concept of Monopoly yeah. to me hey. the concept is fun you know it's yes. fun to me yes. it's fun but eventually I found out actually it's not really fun it's actually teaching you to think yeah right capitalism yeah. and stuff like that you know I only found out a few years back you know he's Imagine how stupid I am. But anyway, <clears throat> my dad thought, hey, paper money involved, right? And the dice is gambling. Oh. I don't want you to gamble and stuff uh. like that. So I didn't get it. I was crying every single day. You know? And remember I told you earlier that uh, he, only, he only visited us and he would never spend a night kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So every day, the two, three hours that he spent with, with us, right? I would be crying, bugging him until three, four days later, right? He just turned around and said, shut up. I want you to shut up and don't buy this thing. I freak out. I shit in my pants. <laughs> like literally? <clears throat> literally shit in my pants. Oh. Because that's the first time I've seen my father like that. Uh-huh. But when I was older, you know, when, when, when he passed away, all his workers, right? I started talking to them, right? Yeah. You know what? He treated all the workers like that. He treated all the oh. workers like that, right? And yet all the workers respected him so much that when he died, every one of them right, actually helped carrying his ca- the, the casket. Uh, the typical Chinaman one, right? It's a like yeah. heavy and ugly kind of thing. Yes. Right? You need about more than 10 it's people. very to carry heavy, like solid wood. Thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I asked him why. And he just said that, you know, he's doing that because number one, he wanted the best quality out of everything mm. and everyone. Right, <clears throat> and probably I pick it up from there. Yeah, and he's the from my mom and shit like that, right? Yeah, he's the Steve Jobs of wealth key. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? When I look at it, right, Steve Jobs is is great. I mean, you know, he's multi millionaire and everybody respect him. But my dad is not too bad. I mean, he's a multi millionaire and he was known in Southeast Asia in his trade. Uh-huh. But look at me, I'm like penniless. So you know, fuck, you know, I still have, <laughs> haven't done. Maybe I'm not bad enough. <laughs> No. But, so <clears throat> okay. So so let's oh, yeah, go back. Yeah. Go back to so your your mental state. I, I was going to ask you too. Was your determination about? Uh, were you at any point felt like shit? I I can't do this anymore. I I'm out of patience. 
I don't want to fight this. Is have you ever thought about that? Uh, out of patience, yes. Um, I I was out of patience because the pain couldn't go away mm-hmm. and refused to go away, and I couldn't find anything wrong with whatever. Yeah. It's just a complication caused by both uric acid and blood sugar. Yeah. <clears throat> the blood sugar part, I forgot to tell you. I'll, I'll share with you in a bit. That that's actually the cause of my TB. Oh. I didn't know blood sugar. Are you are you a diabetic? <clears throat> um, apparently, I've been a diabetic for ten years without knowing. Oh, from the blood test, they could eventually de- determine that, and that's so funny. You know what? Um, because when I got better, and you know, when I have, I, I didn't have to do my blood test every day or every week. Yeah. I would only go back once every three months. Uh-huh. <clears throat> one of the lung specialists one day, and you know, I was. She's pretty hot babe, so I love talking to her. And uh, you know, sitting close to her, I start talking to her. And she was like, hey, Mr. Tan. I was like, no, call me Kelvin. <laughs> yes, Kelvin. Um, <clears throat> by the way, can we do additional tests the next time you're here? And I was like, yeah, why not? You know, you've been taking so much blood. And, you know. yeah. and she looked at me and said, okay, that's good. Then she looked at me, paused, and asked me this. Looked straight in my eyes, uh-huh. right? And I was like, oh, she's the beautiful eyes too, my God. <laughs> Light brown eyes, you know. I could look. I, I could look so deep into her eyes, kind of thing. Then she said, "How come you never ask? What's that blood test for?" And I said, "Well, you are the specialist. You said you are. You need more blood. Take it by all means, right?" Uh-huh. Then she said, "Aren't you curious?" I said, hey, "Okay, okay. Why? Since you're asking me, right? Hey, oh, yeah. You know, I'm curious now. Tell me, tell me." And she said, "Actually, I just want to test. Uh, this this blood is for the uh, HIV test." Mm. And I got a shock. I look yeah. at her with my mouth, my, my jaw drop. Yeah. And she looked at me. I said, is there any concern, Kelvin? Then I paused for a while and you know what I told her? Uh-huh. Well, as far as, my, as far as I'm concerned, I'm okay, but I better check with my wife. Yeah. <clears throat> then she laughed. Then when I went back, you know, I, I called Pam. Pam was somewhere else. I think she was working. I think she's back in Malaysia. She's, she was working. I said, hey, you know, doctor want to check HIV. Ah? They said, yeah, but you can check. Lah, you know, after all, you already give so much blood. Like, yeah. Same thing. Lah. Then yeah. I said, yeah, then the doctor, I was a bit shocked. Doctor saw that and the doctor asked me, you know, is there any concern? I said, uh-huh. I'm okay, but I better check with my wife. Then the thing, you know, she said, you fucking bastard! <laughs> you fucking bastard! Oh, gosh. <clears throat> Eventually, I found out. There uh-huh. are only two groups of people at risk. Uh-huh. One Of getting TB. With, yeah, to get TB. Yeah. At risk of TB. Uh, one is a HIV patient. Yes. And one is people with uh, extremely sweet sugar, uh, sweet blood. Blood, oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Then they, when they, they found out, right, after, they just got a shock. Uh, basically, you know, 10 years of, uh, 10 years of uh, 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 diabetes without knowing. Mm. Probably, honestly, to tell you the truth, right, they, there were signs there. But because I was you too were busy so making You so busy my, to, yeah, to, to, to care for like, your health. Market, you know, Tomorrow, tomorrow, and the tomorrow was ten years later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, okay. So you you uh, the reason why I ask is so you 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 have lost patience every now and then about about the fight. Uh, have you ever at some point like you know like oh gosh I can't or or were you so stubborn that you just keep fighting? <clears throat> I think stub- stubborn is the word. Honestly, all my life when I wanted something, uh, I always get it. It could be short term or it could take me a long time I will always get it and I'm so used to that that I never thought otherwise I never thought that you know I would never get better 
I would get worse and mm. stuff like that. But th- with, with this TV and uh, you know the last few years, I know that one day I'm going to I'm going to die. That's for sure. Until then, I never thought of dying. Okay, so, so you it's were in, also because yeah. and, uh, and so because of that, <clears throat> I, I I live a life that is kind of different from most people. Most people, you know, when they make it in the career, when they make it in business, they want to have a lot of money in the safe to buy a house and and stuff like that. <clears throat> For me, I just wanted things that make me feel happy. So I collected sports cars a lot because those were the things that my dad promised me that uh, he didn't give. <laughs> so I started with second hand. Eventually, I bought new ones and stuff like that. And at one point, looking back, I was a bit stupid because at one point, right, every weekend I have to drive four or five cars to the petrol station to fill the petrol and and and, and <laughs> fill the air, and you know, send them one by one to, to for car wash. How, and what what, like what did you have? What cars did you have? Not that I know cars, but <clears> some of my listeners do. Uh, the one that I love the most is my Lotus Lotus uh, Elise. Uh, that is the most impractical car that I've ever had. It's loud, it's noisy, it's difficult to get in, this is difficult to get out and uh, half the time the aircon is more like a, 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 a an warmer. Oven. <laughs> a heater, an oven, a heater, yeah that's right. And uh, you know, open top doesn't really work in this part of the world Yeah. but when it works it's awesome because you can drive the car so fast without the top and it's awesome when you get uh, a cold, uh, cool fresh air coming in but yeah. how fresh is fresh when you know it's, it's you know, there and then if you use uh, the canvas top uh, when it's hot it's get, it, it gets hotter yeah. because it's black Yeah. and uh, if I were to put on the actual proper roof which will take me about 15 minutes to actually attach it uh-huh <clears throat> You nuts and bolts and everything. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty okay, but then you lose the you, you lose the, the fun of an open. Top. Yeah, the coolness. Yeah, the coolness. Yeah, so that that's my favorite. Uh, but it's a nightmare for my mechanic because it's the one of the most difficult car to service. Mm. Uh, because the bottom of the car basically is like a Formula One car is actually covered up with a sheet metal, uh-huh. and they have to unscrew and undo that piece of metal in order to get into the. EE. Inner part, the engines of the car, right. and most cars, uh, when you need to change uh, the engine oil and all those things, right, you don't really have to bend down or push the car up. Whatever you can do it by opening up the boot, uh, the, the the bonnet and things like that. Yeah. This car, every single services that you do, big or small, you have to actually jack up the car and uh-huh. take out the, the the bottom panel. Right. Then only you could get it sorted out. And uh, because the car is small, they're trying to make it. They want to save space, right? Uh, sometimes your even your arm can't even squeeze in. To get you have to like take done. out have to use everything. Machinery and uh, exactly. And take out other things, bigger parts before uh, you can do, right. get to the smaller ones. Like it's the iPhone. most impractical car. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. The car that I love the most is MR2, my Toyota MR2. It's a mid-engine car like my Lotus. Uh, it, it, it looks like a mini Ferrari. Um, it's very comfortable. There's no aircon per se is climate control so uh, you know each uh, the passenger and the driver can have different temperature and things like that. It's, it's nothing new but coming from a lotus release right there's a heaven right <clears throat> it's got seven speakers so instead of hearing the engine noise you hear the bass you hear the the, the, the mid-range and you hear the high range everything okay, and, I, and I, I i don't copy and i don't copy and and, and record cd right I, I always get the original one yeah so we hear all the details. Sounds really good. Well, well, so you, you, you must be making a lot of money. I mean, the you know, in order to be able to have that that hobby, you know, collecting sports <clears> cars, <throat> you you must be making a lot of money. And uh, 
before, like before you got sick, is that I mean you were working a lot? Is that why? Is that how you can afford that sort of hobby? <coughs> hobby? Uh, well, yes and no, because I guess making a lot of money is pretty subjective because, you know, looking back, when people ask me, hey, how much money you have? I always say that I'm poor and broke. It's simply because I spend every single penny that I earn uh-huh. on things that can make me happy. Right. On, so people don't yeah, understand things, and yeah. that about cars and things, you know. So you, you I, do anything. make money, you do make a lot of money, but you spend a lot of money also. So you don't have much uh, left like there's no safe. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, put it this way, right? Normal people, right, wouldn't have bought phone on a monthly basis. <laughs> he bought new I, phones I did every that, month. I did that for one year. Oh my gosh! Every new phone that came out, I would try them. If I like it, I'll buy two. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't like You're it, so I, I'll crazy. You are so crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> That is also the reason why, you know, if people talk about, at that point in time, I'm not talking about Android Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean is pretty cool, seriously. Uh-huh. But until Jelly Bean, right, even up to Ice Cream Sandwich, right, ICS, right, it's still not good, seriously. So if people were trying to, up until that point, if people were to convince me that it's good and all those things, I'll always be. And when I couldn't talk to them rationally, mm-hmm. because they always say that whatever they have is the best kind of thing, yeah. I always turn around and very annoyedly but bite my, my tongue and ask them this question. How much money have you spent on your fucking phone? <laughs> this year, last year, the year before, or the last five years. I said, chances are I spent more, I, I, I bought more and spent more phone in a year than your last five years or 10 years. Now, <laughs> shit. Then they will have to keep quiet. Then I said, trust me. Android from the very first one, right, that came out from, uh, made by HTC until the, the, I don't know how many generations, I have them all. And I say, because the, the later one is so cool and I love it so much with just a little roller thing right in the bottom, right? It's like a roller tracker kind of thing. Uh-huh. I said, I bought them all because it came out with uh, black and white. I bought them I uh, bought them both when it's like purple and white. I bought them both. And I said that you know, sometimes I, I, I bought them not because I need them, simply because they give some freebies that I like. Like the cover that is limited edition that you cannot find, you know, it's only in Hong Kong or Southeast Asia. There's only five or ten or whatever. <clears throat> so yeah, it's very, it's very exciting. Ass, I know. mean, that that you know that shows, and I want to go a little bit more into the the more inner side of of you now, because it 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 tells something. Obviously, you know your your childhood and everything from the past sort of make you um, who you are, right? You know your history essentially built who, who you are today. Why, why do you think you, you yeah. were obsessed with, with having those things that makes you feel good? What was, what was, what was actually, did, do you know? Or have you ever thought about that? What, what was actually causing you to want to go search <coughs> and seek for those cool things? Is it to feel, um, to fill or to, to um, you know, fill up a, a void or a hole that you maybe never, was, never had or something? Uh, I guess a combination of a few things. One was because uh, before my dad passed away, mm-hmm. I could have anything I wanted, well, other than Monopoly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, and, so uh, you were spoiled. A, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know. And when I was at a young age, uh, I looked after things, things that I could pass down to my brother and he would always be the one that destroyed the whole thing within a few months kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So looking after things has been in me, I don't know why. Probably okay. it's because... Uh, Probably because even even as I was young, when I was little, I was kind of prideful. I don't like to beg for things. Uh-huh. And when I have to beg my mom, my dad, especially my dad, to buy me something, I'll make sure that I look after them so that they cannot turn around and say, look, you know, you uh, wanted this and then you destroy okay. it kind of thing. 
that would never happen. So they can never use that as an excuse. So probably that's also the reason why I get more and more and more. Uh-huh. <clears throat> when he died, because he was a typical Chinaman, he never had a proper will made or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So overnight, I lost everything. Mm. So when I went through that childhood, right, I was happy. Honestly, I was happier. I knew more about life than when he was around. Mm-hmm. But I craved for the day when I could have things that I could call my own, mm-hmm. things that I have tried and I knew that those before. It's like my aunt taught me about cars. My aunt loved cars. Mm. But, you know, being a teacher, she never had the chance to get the MGB or uh, MG Midget Sports Car that she liked and stuff like that. So, you know, but then I, I started to appreciate finer things in life. She taught me about cars. She taught me about hi-fi. Mm-hmm. and you know appreciate a little bit finer things like you know okay. the, the noise reproduction thing and what are the, what cons, con, contribute to a good speakers and stuff like that so I, I picked those up from her right <clears throat> and then when I was a, a uni student back in UK I had only first year school fees and first year living expenses mm. so to go to UK to study I had to have a big fight with my mom and basically with my bare hand I broke her bedroom door <laughs> Ended up, I need I, I need stitches on my hand. I need to have scars, and um, it was bleeding all day, kind of thing. Um, so I went. This and, is after uh, your dad passed away. Yes. Okay. Because, because nobody knew that I could make it. Nobody believed that I could actually go to university because uh, from my track record, my track record was bad. Uh, I, I study not because I love to study. I study simply because I've got nothing better to do in life. Right. Right. I could get through my Form 3 and Form 5, not because I study hard, but because I can memorize things a lot. Mm-hmm. And I pay attention in school so that I didn't have to do homework. Yeah. And, 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 and there was no such thing as revision in my life. Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever the teacher says, I remember. Uh-huh. So Form 3 and Form 5 was easy. Whatever they say is from the book. So it's very easy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel my Form 6 because Form 6, right, when you start to have to use your brain to think, I don't have a brain to think. My brain is all about... The only thing I can think with my brain, right, is what kind of fun I was going to have mm. next, tomorrow, tonight, you know, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, but you were determined. That... You were determined to go to university. Yeah, because at that point in time, I thought, I thought, right, that without a proper education, I cannot go anywhere. Yeah. Because after Form 6, because of my tennis, I got a job. Imagine. <clears throat> Our common friend, your cousin, Akion uh-huh. Koko. Uh-huh. He loved playing tennis. He loved to play tennis with his boss in the hotel and uh-huh. with another front office manager. They always yeah. shot of one person. When he found out that I could play tennis, you know, not that, not excellent, but good enough. Yeah. <clears throat> and, he, and after Form 6, he said, hey, you know, why don't you come and work and we get to play tennis too? Then to me, work is a secondary. Yeah. I thought, hey, I can play tennis. I can spend a few hours in the office. I make money. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I can dress well too. Uh-huh. That's how I started. <clears throat> then along the way, I found out that, hey, you know, maybe I need a qualification. If not, I don't want to be an accounts clerk for the rest of my life. Mm. I don't even so know double you, entry. Were you working at the Holiday Inn for a while too then? Yeah, oh, I was okay. there for about a year plus. Mm. He was my boss's boss. Oh. He was the ultimate boss. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's like, you know, you know until today, I'm very confused. Because as far as I'm concerned, he's always my account Coco. Yeah. But I have to call him Thomas. Oh, at work. He's like, yeah, and even now, you know, he's like, hey, call me Thomas. I was like, hey, yeah, I can go go. Okay, I'll call you uh, Thomas next time. I can go go. You know, that's really funny. It's like uh, Tomming's sister, uh, Pauline, right? Uh-huh. I never knew her to be a Pauline. Yeah. She's always my Ling Ling Chichi to me. Yeah, right. Chichi right. is because she's my, you know, she's, she's, older, she's, she's yeah. two years older than me. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas your sister, I will never put a Chichi in front because we are buddies. You yes, know, yes. we play together, we fight together, we cry together, kind of thing. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway. So nobody believed that I could make it if I were to go to university. 
and I, I thought I was smart too since I couldn't study, right? Uh-huh. I always wanted to be a lawyer and I always wanted to be an architect. Mm-hmm. And I said, lawyer, I threw lawyer out of the window because apparently you need many, many years and you need a lot of money, uh-huh. especially UK, and you need your common exam or whatever thing, whatever yeah. thing, a lot of things, right? I said, okay, forget about that. <clears throat> I love architect simply because I love to draw and I love design things. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be fairly easy. But when I found out that it's going to take about five or six years to do that, and it's going to cost so much money, I say, fuck it, I can't afford it. Uh-huh. Then the next best thing is that, that I could use drawing to get a degree <clears throat> is in graphic design or fashion design. Right. And even fashion illustration. So I tried my luck. I tried to apply uh, to colleges or uh, universities in... Uh, during that time, it wasn't universities. So, uh, they were polytechnics. Polytechnics in yeah. UK. Uh-huh. And as well as some uh, colleges in US. Mm-hmm. For some reason... People in my era, well, I may be speaking just about myself, I'm not sure. Yeah. US seems to be everything compared to UK. Right. UK is ancient. Yeah. And it's cool and, you know, it's a, a stiff upper lip kind of like, you know, uh, whatnot. US is cool, you know, US babe. And I've got a pen pal that I know for more than 10 years. And she's from, from US. From US, yeah. And, she, and she's beautiful. I mean, at, when I was at... 12 years old, when I got to know her, I thought she's beautiful because she's like this beautiful blue eyes and blonde hair, right? right. Obviously, when you go to US, almost everybody looks like that, right? So <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so I got a, 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 I got a scholarship offer from uh, University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Then uh, UK, I wanted to go into St. Martin School of Arts. Apparently, that's the best. Uh-huh. But obviously, it's the best because waiting list was three years. Oh, wow. I couldn't wait. I don't have the money to wait and I, don't have, I didn't have the time to wait. Right. So I tried other colleges. So I ended up with uh, Manchester Polytechnic versus uh, University of uh, this Georgia thing, yeah, right? right? When I look at, a, uh, uh, <clears throat> when I look at the subjects on offer and the course curriculum, I thought that UK somehow gave me a little bit more structure. Yeah. So I gave, gave up the scholarship thing uh-huh. and I went for that. So I ended up, I've got enough money for my first year school fees as well as living expenses. <clears throat> and my mom refused to let me go for two reasons. Number one, because she and my aunt asked me one question, are you scared? And I said, well, I'm afraid. Because this is something new, I have to go so far away and I'm alone. Right. And then the, the next thing that they said is, uh, if you're scared, don't, don't do go. It. Uh, don't do it. Then that pissed me off. Then I started to have big major argument with them because uh. I said, how can you say it? Because it's difficult, you're not sure, you're scared that you don't mm. do things. If you know that that's the right thing, to do, you know, it all started yes. from there. You know, I, I get extreme since then. <clears throat> then the next thing is that my mom refused to give me the money to go mm-hmm. uh, because she said that, you know, my track record was bad. Honestly, it's bad. Yeah. Even today, we look back, <laughs> my track record was really bad. You know? <clears throat> they didn't want the money to go said, down the drain. She doesn't want the money yeah. to go down the drain. Yeah. And? Then I was, and, and I, I got it my way, yes. <clears throat> Obviously, they have no choice because, you know, uh, the next option for me, right, is I run away from home. I'll still do it right. somehow. You're so Probably will take longer. Yeah, very, very, very stubborn. Yeah. Because I thought I was right. And that's uh, the right decision at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But you know what? <clears throat> Coming back with a first class honors degree now, I look back, I would, have, I would rather use the money today, right? Uh-huh. All the money I spent, right? Yeah. To start a business. Uh-huh. <clears throat> because at that point in time, I thought with an education, I can get a good job. Yes, I got a good job. Yeah. Uh, I worked like shit harder, 10 times harder, if not 20 times harder than the local students because they are so exposed to creative thinking and a lot of things that I, I was not equipped myself with, especially for 12 years of, was it 12 years? I think it's slightly longer than 12 years of Chinese education. Uh-huh. I was taught 
not to think but to follow instruction. Right. If one Memorize. plus one, the, the book says it's three, I have to say it's three. I cannot question why it's not two or five. Right. Not that kind of mindset. So when I have to do the first project where I have to come up with an answer, I kept going back to the tutor and asked her the question. Where tell me what do you book? want from me? <laughs> and she said, no, you have to tell me what have you found out from this work that you have done. I said, no, there's no such thing. You have to tell me what you want and I'll get you what you want. And I flung the first three projects. Mm. I... Mm, sorry, but I... I didn't know what to do. Wow. Think somewhere, something else. And then when I started doing that, hey, he said, I scored bloody hell. And, and honestly, it's not that high. It's only like 85 or 86, but I was the highest rest below 70s. Yeah. Then I was like, okay. And it's like, at first, I thought first class honors degree is such a big thing, right? <clears throat> I got it now. I look back, it is a big thing because uh, you have to work maybe double, you have to work doubly hard to get the extra 5% of points or whatever to get a first class honors degree. Yeah. But ultimately, it's nothing, seriously. It, it, it's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal because ultimately education is about opening up your mind mm -hmm. that you can think for yourself, question about things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have to spend 100,000 Malaysian ringgit to, have, to, to, to learn that. Bloody hell, the 100,000 ringgit <laughs> is for me today. Honestly, I can make it into one over a million within but one don't you, year. But don't you think but, that... You know, but no don't you think that... Point in time, I, that was the thing that pushed you to start thinking differently though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and I the mean, best part it, is that in a way even, that, that is yeah. what you pay for. That's that's what you got. Exactly. Yeah, that was about, that's what I was about to say. You know, if during that time I got that money, I wouldn't be making a few million. I'll be wasting those money within the next six months, right. probably. Yeah. And not on houses and something that's worth something. It probably will be on my MP3 players, you know, phones and speaker systems. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, hi fi and you know, that, that kind of that kind yeah. of stuff. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. And so, things change. My priority priority change during your your uh, like after you got TB. TB. Yeah, definitely. How change. how uh, how what what is your priority now? My scary. This is like deja vu. I thought that we had this conversation before. You know, <laughs> exactly this moment. Scary. <laughs> deja vu. <clears throat> now the thing is, this maybe in our previous life, I don't know. Um. <clears throat> I believe that there are things that is beyond my control. I have to accept that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I, I used to question myself. When, I, when people say, I've tried my best, I always say, how can you be so sure your best is the best? Have you pushed yourself further and further? And now looking back, because I've pushed myself so much and I've achieved so much in my career and my, my, my things that I've done all, all my life, I know that when I've done something and I don't have to be worried and doubt myself whether I've done enough, I just let it be. If it happens, because if the decision is not from me, but I have to depend on third party or other people, I get it, I got it, and I'm thankful. If I don't get it, I, I started to be a little bit more philosophical. Yeah. I then believe in something called God, there's such thing called God, mm -hmm. that I still have to give my thanks and my prayer to this thing called God, yeah. uh, whatever religion it is, yeah, because yeah. You know, my background it's like I a mighty stuff. power, yeah, uh, I, it's like yeah, a, like yeah, a higher I, power. I, I, I mix up 
Christianity, uh, Buddhism, and Hinduism. So basically, I, I still believe in more than one. <laughs> and a lot of people think that I'm not pure. I'm just Roja. But you know, it, it, it works fine for me anyway. So yeah, I believe in those. And uh, and I'm more at ease in many ways. But still, people close to me, if they piss me off, they really piss me off. <laughs> right. So that's, a, that's another thing that I want to talk to you about too. Um, and and I, I don't know why, you know, that that you were telling me we were, we were chatting earlier and you were telling me that uh, for some reason there there's a certain connection between you and I and I don't know what it is oh oh we were go let's go back to to talk about how how we got back into the the, the connection and there's something that you the bone that you want to pick with me what was that oh, oh yeah that beginning. was a long time ago yes huh? that was like one <laughs> hour ago <clears throat> yeah when I had TB I was in quarantine ward I was alone in this big huge massive uh, hospital room uh -huh. and okay I started with this okay I have to go through this detail this is very funny yes. it, it, it tell you about me the moment I got in there I was still so ill right, right. Feel, uh, one more than uh, one day in emergency ward the following day they pushed me up to this isolation ward uh -huh. <clears throat> I was alone in this room with an aircon Th that day I was very tired uh, they found out that I need oxygen. So I was with this oxygen mask and all those things, right? The next day, I still need oxygen mask, but instead of uh, having it like uh, on this huge, massive cylinder, yeah, they actually they have got this thing that plug it through the wall or something. Oh like yeah, yes, right? yeah. yeah. I know there's like so, a little uh, dispenser thing outlet that you can plug into. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and, instead, uh, instead of I've that done, tank, like a little. Tank yes, tank. that's right. And, and I felt better. I felt slightly oh, okay. better than yesterday, right? Uh -huh. The first thing I did, I rearranged the furniture and the fixtures in the <laughs> hospital room, right? <clears throat> and I had my air freshener with me. Uh -huh. I sprayed the whole room. I went to the toilet. I cleaned the toilet. Even though it's clean, I, I, well, I, I, well, honestly, I, I didn't clean. I sprayed them with antibacterial spray. The whole bathroom, the toilet seat, every single thing. So right? OCD, yes. <clears throat> Then after that, I was, I got tired easily. I was sweating. So I uh -huh. took off my t-shirt. I changed a new one. I hung the t-shirts in the mind very nicely. Very artistically done. It's uh -huh. like a window display. Let's put it this way, right? Hey, honestly, you know, being a retail development manager for Nike South Asia, it didn't help. It made me even more anal. Yeah, yeah. You look at this that people to. don't tell, right? Because right. in retail, if it looks normal, it is, you have put in all the hard work. But yeah. you know, when something stick out, it stick out at store, salt kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the nurses, the doctors, and even the cleaner came in. They said, uh, how come you don't use the toilet? The cleaner said. I said, I use. How come it's so clean and smells so good? <clears throat> the doctors came in and said, wow, I didn't realize that this room can look so good. <laughs> they... Some doctors are so cool. They even jumped onto the bed and took pictures together with me <laughs> because they got a shock that they couldn't believe that the place looks so good. Wow. I say it's just a matter of moving things around, nothing much. And I said, honestly, I want to move this bed from here to there and stuff like that. Uh -huh. I said, unfortunately, I realized that I need the oxygen, I need a few things, right? Then it's it's stuck in onto the wall. I can't move the bed. <laughs> even though I said I would have moved it too, because that direction is not good. I need a bit of sunlight and you know all this bullshit. Anyway. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so while I was in there, I got so sick and, and bored that I started to get into Twitter. It was between Facebook and Twitter. And I said to myself, well, Facebook, you know, I may have made a lot of enemies during my days and working 
thing is that I wouldn't want okay. to have hit millions and you know hit posting on my wall. That's the reason for the last twenty years I never had anything. Whereas Twitter was good. <clears throat> Twitter mess. I sent one, but so many people got it and it's for free because I've got the data line. Yeah. So I started with Twitter. Then from Twitter, I managed to get like you know a few uh, at that point nine hundred over followers. Uh-huh. I interact. I interacted with them every day. So from there, it builds up to two hundred plus and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So I was happy because every time I post something, every one of them. So you're communicating. Some you're them. socializing with your your uh, social network. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time in my life I became uh, more social because all this while I was so anti-social. Mm. At work, I have to see so many people, talk to different people in different industry. Mall operator, business owners, big boss, big boss's boss, all the dotted line reporting structure to Southeast Asia, to Asia Pacific, and to you know world headquarters and shit like that. I have enough of interact interaction with people that mm. I wouldn't want to talk to another human being. Right. That's the reason why I love my dog so much. They will always be waiting for me there, and even if I don't talk to them, they still love me. Right. I just need to spend some quality time, hug them, play with them, and they're happy. So anyway, <clears throat> so I started with Twitter. Then after a while, I kind of get a bit adventurous, and I say, okay, let's try Facebook. Okay. I gave myself Facebook. Yeah, I gave myself uh, 30 friends, <clears throat> right? But I forgot that those people on Twitter, the moment they found out that I was on Facebook, my 30 friends came from them immediately within the next 24 hours. Mm-hmm. They were my so-called first virtual friend. Yeah. Uh, on, on Twitter and Facebook yeah. <clears throat> then I get a bit adventurous and I say to myself okay let's I, I, I want to challenge myself let's make it up to 50 by next week uh-huh. 50 came in less than 2 days because Pam started to, to, to recommend friends uh-huh. then when she started recommending friends that's the best part because once you're in a hotel line forever you're in hotel lines because these people will never leave you <laughs> like it or not you always find them somewhere yeah. you know when I was in, in, in India I found Friends that I, I knew from hotel hotel days kind of thing. Yeah. So she came just immediately. <clears throat> then from there, her friend's friend, I got to know all my ex-colleagues and everything that in Shangri-La Society that I've not seen and not heard of for more than ooh, 10 years yeah, or yeah. 15 years. Yeah. So that's how it started. Then <clears throat> an ex-colleague from Nike, that's a, a lady friend that is very close with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she speaks Hokkien too. And she apparently has been listening to Penang Hokkien for ages. Oh. And she said, hey, bro, she, she texts me. Is she hey, from Malaysia? Bro, is she in Malaysia? She is in Malaysia. She's doing very well after she left Nike. She's with uh, Electrolux now. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, her name is Karen. Does she, does she, does, has she ever been on the for, show before? Time, has she been on the, the show before as a guest? Oh, sorry. Sorry, people. The line is kind of bad. In no, she's just a very... Uh, uh, she's just a listener. Okay. Does she no, still no, listen, I wonder? She, she's the one that she loves to listen, but she doesn't want to take part. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. Must be me using some cheap Maxi stuff. Oops, sorry. Does she still listen? And she said, listen to Pinan Hockey and you will love it because I know you like talking enough, uh, speaking enough. I think so. I haven't got the chance to talk to her for a long time. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so that's how it started. <clears throat> then that's how I got to know your Penang Hokkien podcast. And I Skype you. I sent you a message that I wanted to take part. Yes. But on that day itself, my gout acted up and I couldn't even get from my bed to my computer. At that point in time, my computer was about 15 steps away from my bed. Mm. <clears throat> then, but anyway, instead of getting in and be to, to, to talk on the show, yeah. I started listening. 
Then your laughter came, right? That oh. laughter I knew since you were three or four years old. Oh my god! Then I didn't I was, know. My god! My god! How come? It was like, hey, I know this laughter. I definitely know this laughter. I heard of this, right? Then yeah. Where, where, where? I look at your name, right? right. You know, I was so stupid. I never checked your name or whatever. I just thought that you are host of Indian Hokkien, whatever name you are. I just want to get yeah, no, into your Let show. me ask you this. Have you already uh, started listening uh, before you wanted to join or did you just like your friend told you about it and you just want to start joining before you listen? I listen for about 15 minutes. I love it. Oh, okay. Because uh, Hokkien is real Penang Hokkien and, and I, I, I can't even remember which episode uh, it is, right? Yeah. I was just like, 15 minutes, immediately I went on the computer and said, I want to join. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you're <laughs> hooked. Immediately you're hooked. Yeah. I, I, I didn't check the name or whatever. Right. Then when I saw your Skype name that time, John uh-huh. Ong, I was like, <clears throat> Ong, Ong, Ong. Uh, I know, friend, but it's not John, it's Michael. Michael also cannot be. Uh. Huh. Then I was like, hey, Cannot be uh. Michael's got a brother called John, the little boy. Uh. Last time laughed like that. Uh. Huh. I was like, shit, it must be John. Then I quickly typed, right? Then yeah. the I think you would do other podcasts. Because I, when I Skype you, you said you're on another show. Then I said, yeah. okay, I just want to ask you a very quick question. Right. You know, do you happen to live in Tanjimunga? And if you happen to live in Lim Hak Ek, you, I remember you I, asked me if I was, if are you Michael? You I, you asked me if I was my brother. I said, yeah, I'm, you know, I was like, yeah, I think I know I'm Michael's brother. And, and, uh, and that sort of kind of yeah. fell together. So what, what was your memory about that part? So you got in touch with me and... At that asked... part, that one I've got, I want to have, well, I got the bone to pick with you too, yes. right? Yes, <clears throat> And then when I say, I know you because I'm your neighbor, right? The first thing that you answer, you know what? Are you, Are you a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so insulted. <laughs> you know the reason why? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you an explanation. Not that I need to, but I, I want to give you an explanation of why. Because the, when you were asking me, you were asking me, about my brother more so i thought oh because i know that my brother was closer because i can see from all the photos that my brother was closer to you so that's why i thought you were a thing instead of a uh uh, i mean okay Mm. but anyway so i was like my god you know this guy (laughs) i hear i am accepting you with my open arms because you know you are someone that i've not seen since i don't know when i was 12 or 13 or whatever and the first thing you asked about my brother. <laughs> my God. <clears throat> anyway, I forgave you because so... I was so excited. <laughs> and then you were like, then you were you 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 were very kind because you, you told me something along the line that uh you gave your sister's full name, asked me to look for her in your in your Facebook. friends list. Yeah. Got a lot of friends there. Maybe it's easier for me to go into her list to look for your other your 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 other well, your 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 your, your family yeah. members and your cousin. Yeah. So that's how it, it all started. Mm-hmm. And um, then when I got to, I got, I got Hoying, then I was very excited. And from Hoying's side, I got Michael, but there were two Michael there. So oh, yes, lucky thing, your right. brother at that point, I put his picture on there. I said, hey, yeah, he still looked the same, except hairstyle different. <laughs> Last time he used to comb his hair up and then tuck in his, the shirt, the school shirt, and pull his pants up really high and with a ribbon <laughs> waiting for bus call at six o'clock in the morning kind of thing. Under the, uh, well, next, next to the papaya tree, I remember that. <laughs> so anyway, so I added him, the first thing he said, are you a tape? <laughs> what is wrong with these two brothers? You know, <laughs> they could have asked me. Oh no, no, your brother was a little bit better. The first thing he said, "Hey, how are you? Are you a tape?" At least he he asked me, "How am I?" Unlike you, are you a tape? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, what what uh, I mean, what what went through your mind at, at that time um when you? made that connection. I mean, wh- why was it that, that make it... Because I think, I think it's not just like, oh, an old neighbor. Because it, it slowly sort of, uh, you know, there must be something that made you drawn to the podcast or 
me. <laughs> podcast and you are totally different. Podcast, I love it. It's because it's Penang Hokkien. Yeah. People speak Hokkien. And I managed to establish that, you know, a, a little network of people, listeners have became my, uh, they have become my friend on Facebook and as well as in person. Yeah. And I, I love that connection because uh, we are all far away from Penang. I mean, KL is not that far compared to Ngok Tiong and the rest yeah. of the US, Australia. Right. Takatikita in India and things like that, right? But somehow you have got that connection and it's a Hokkien, the, the kind of Hokkien accent and slang that we use yeah. that made me drawn to it because uh, when I was in UK, I never had that. So I love to mumble uh, and, and speak loudly on my own and people thought I was fine, crazy. Uh, I was crazy or something, yeah. And swear in Hokkien at all the Amokao. Right. I mean, the, the, the Masale, the whites, right? right, right. Until one day, a, chi- a Chinaman that sat there, I thought was from Hong Kong, a, a honky from Hong Kong, suddenly started speaking Hokkien with me and he asked me whether I was from Jiotong because of all, all the swear words. I said, no, I'm from Jiotonga. Yeah, it's embarrassing. <clears throat> anyway, that's that. <clears throat> you, before I got to know, I ha- uh, before I got to reconnect with the rest of your family members uh-huh. and cousins and relatives, you are very special simply because you are exactly how I remembered you when you were three or four. That's so interesting. Well, you have changed in terms of height, you know, and in right, terms of... Right. And, and but you, 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 the look that you have, the way you talk, and the sarcasm in there, and the fun, and the kepochi part, and everything, right? It's exactly the same, if not, but actually, you hone it, it's much better now. <laughs> it's much more refined, <clears throat> and you are much more politically correct. But I know you can still be a bitch if you want to. And that's that, the whole reason. You know, this is the whole, <laughs> this is for two weeks you've been listening to Calvin Bevel, and he talks for. This moment. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting for him to tell this part for two weeks. Now he finally said it. I honed my bitchiness. <laughs> I, see, I never thought... Was I... Was, yeah, okay, that's very interesting. Anyway, so so go on. But, but here's... Here, okay, let me tell you. I'll be honest with you. I... I, I uh, you know, you, you're an open book and you... I mean, I kind of know you... Through people, well, anyway, I I know your character because you you know your your obsession with things. Yeah, open book. (laughs) Your obsession with things and and your and even your you're very passionate. You're very You're a very passionate person. So if you like somebody, you like somebody a lot. And I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Frankly, sometimes I'm afraid that if I piss you off, you'll be like, you'll be mad at me, like with the same passion. <laughs> not that yeah, I yeah, definitely because I'm extreme. Not yes, yeah, definitely because I'm extreme. But you know what? I don't think it will happen. It's because that, that is a funny thing. I'm trying to understand myself as well. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you know, I got so excited hooking up with uh, your sister, your brother, mm-hmm. uh, bombing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, his sister yeah. and even our own and his family right? our own is that he vaguely remembers me I said how can you vaguely remember me my god you know I remember your whole family you know <laughs> and when I talked to the one of the sister I can't remember which one mm-hmm. when I when she, she was a bit doubtful about me right yeah. then she started trying to fish for things right uh-huh. about our childhood when I told her one thing she got a shock because I said, I said your brother actually put a, a, a needle in a balloon and she blew it up and then the balloon exploded and then your mom's eyes was like, like uh, you <laughs> heard the mother's eyes and then it was bleeding inside. And so she got a shock. How could I remember that? I said, obviously I remember that. She said, but you know, it's only my family member there. Yeah. I said, yeah, but the same day that happened, actually your mom came out and do, to your house to talk to your mom. Your, your mom oh. and her mom were close. Yeah, yes. 
And my mom was there talking, and my first thing I think my mom I can't remember. I think my mom called her a a, a chuji or something, yeah, yeah, right? Yes, I think yes, her chuji, right? Yes. Yeah. And I remember she ex- she 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 told my mom this story, and she said, "Yeah, but we were so young." I said, "Obviously, I remember everything." So that's the reason why I get pissed off because when people deny things that happen, and I remember exactly vividly. Uh... Oh so, yeah, so she added me, and then uh, the brother added me, and and but I couldn't find the rest. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's very so, that's yeah. very interesting that that you have such vivid memory of of your childhood and including me because I never I mean the whole I was just joking because the whole reason why I invited you here was to actually talk about uh um, at that time we never ever got to it we'll talk about it another time is is about uh your brother and uh, you and your yeah. brother the relationship and all that but we we never got to it next <coughs> time we'll, next time we'll go to it because it's so exciting. Uh, yeah. Is there anything before we wrap up? It's like a, a, an hour and sixteen minutes. Anything else that you want to add, add on before? Yes, we... yes. One thing before I forget, I have yes. to share this with you. I was trying to understand why is it that you know I accepted you the way you are, and I got so excited with you, uh-huh. even more so than your sister and your brother. But yeah. uh, you know, but nevertheless, everybody, I got so excited. Yeah, probably because you know your family was the only family that I consider friends. That I had, even for my brother, uh, we hardly go out. Remember, we hardly yeah. get out from the house. And right. the furthest we have gone is like opposite with to Eric's house, yeah. and not even Eric's house is a gate, and with uh, a guan and a cop uh-huh. kind of thing, just opposite neighbor. Yeah. But uh, they were never that close to me because uh, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Because ever since I, I can remember things, you it, always your sister. Yeah. Your brother came in on and all, but it's always your sister. Then you came in. Um, you came in, I was at an age I remember a lot of things. So yeah. I remember all the fun things about you, the weirdness and quirkiness about you. And at the time, I thought that you were a bit pondan kind of thing, uh-huh. you were a bit soft. <laughs> but uh, I, kind of, I kind of like accepted the way you are. I don't know why because never, nobody told me what was right and right. what was wrong. It's right. only later on in life, suddenly everybody looked down at this pondan and also I was like, what the fuck is going on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and sometimes... Uh, I don't blame a lot of people if they are not exposed to things like that. Uh-huh. But also sometimes it's like some of my friends uh, who are gays, uh, some they are still in the closet, but I could tell. Uh-huh. And some are always have that diva kind of attitude uh-huh. that makes people try to run away from them. And mm-hmm. because of that, they're always trying to to categorize gays being like that. Mm. Or Drama like this, queen. That sort of thing. So, <laughs> Drama queens and stuff like that. So. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that uh, you, you are who you are because if you are not, probably I will not be, I don't feel this close with you. Um, but I guess ultimately, childhood friend, because we accepted each other from the day that we knew each other, there is no and there is no tension or pretense or whatever. Yeah. So it's so much better because, you know, I remember after you guys left, <clears throat> me and my brother overnight left with no friends. Oh. <clears throat> I had to start going out to get to know friends and he had got to have his own friends and he's... His close friend at that time was in Hillside. My mother had, had to drive him there. Mm-hmm. And, and the funny thing is this. You guys were not that far away. We could have yeah. taken the bicycle. and Closer than Hillside. But it's like, you know, it's like you guys have gone forever. You know, mm. The feeling is different. I guess when we were young, we were a bit stupid. It's like, hey, it's not that far. You know, we never thought of it's not that far. What I, I'm not sure about my brother, but what I thought of is like, oh, my friend, you know, Abandoned. My, my friend, like, my friends left. Yeah. Just left me. And I won't be able to see them forever. Mm. You know, it's like a forever thing. So it, right. it's a bit scary. Uh, you know, why I had that kind of, 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 of thinking. But anyway, after you guys, right, I started to go out. I became scout. I joined basketball team. I played bands. And uh, I started playing tennis. I got to know different group of people. Those has been, then those that in, in, my, in my late teens, right, they were my friends, my very good uh, 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 close friends. 
And um, <clears throat> the funny thing is that, uh, you know, some of them are still very close with me, mm-hmm. but the closeness compared to your closeness is different. Mm. Actually, I, I knew you guys at least 10 years more than that. So, and it's, it's a very different kind of closeness, but those group of friends that I know eventually after you guys, right, some we have kind of like distant mm-hmm. pretty much is because uh, when we knew that time, right, we started to know what we want in life other yeah. than playing tennis and stuff like that. And then when these people suddenly at their, in their 30s, they gave up on trying and trying, I, I get a bit, I get frustrated. Yeah. And, and when I got, and I, well, I guess I don't like to mix with people that is negative. Mm-hmm. I don't like to mix with people who always think that, you know, they cannot do anything better than where they are and who they are. So when, when I start to have this, when I started to, when I start to identify this group of people, I start to distance myself from there. Mm-hmm. Selfishly, I said to myself, I've got enough of my worries that I don't need this kind of people to me down right because i still have a lot of dreams i have not achieved and i'm still trying hard because the day that i die and that's my attitude with life so one thing that i uh, one observation that so i I guess that is the biggest difference that we have in terms of south friend and you guys could it could be could it be sorry what were you saying one last observation is that i do you think that it's because we and I think, you know, you see me a little bit different from what I see you also because I was so young, right? So so suddenly yeah. you almost felt, you almost can see this boy that you, and, and our connection was so pure. I mean, yours, my sister, yours with my sister and, and all that. We always, I mean, because we, we have no, um, we have no agenda. You know, we were just kids. Yeah. So yes, there's yes, certain yeah. pureness to that connection, right? Then you know it's yeah. not like you know I know you because you have money or I want to be your friend because you can get me connected with somebody. There's nothing. Yeah, just, exactly. Just exactly, yeah. pure. You know, we just happen to be next door neighbors and we <coughs> knew each other. Yeah, that's why I was so happy for you and Tommy that day when when I miscalculated the 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 shares that you have. And I thought both of you have uh, a millionaires in US dollar and Singapore dollar. I was so happy. And honestly, you, you know, the truth is that I'm not, I, I'm not that kind of person, honestly. I am a very competitive, competitive person. Yeah. And if that person may be my friend, but I always have that competitiveness. If they were to be a millionaire, I'm not. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I work harder than you. I, I know I tried harder right. kind of thing. But when I, when I miscalculated you guys, right, I was so happy because I was like, hey, this is cool, man. You know, I really have real, real friends that uh, they are multimillionaires and not those multimillionaires that I know after I, you know, when yeah. I started from working work and or from, when I had yeah. projects to do with them. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was so happy, but I was, well, um, when you said no, you know, and you proved, you proved that well, my cousin, my cousin, yeah. I, I'm, still, I'm, I'm, my, still, I'm still happy for you. My cousin's very well to do. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I have a pretty good life. You know, I, I get to do what I like. I get to p- be paid to do what I like. So I enjoy my life, but I'm not like, I, I would say I live a very comfortable life. I, I make enough money that I get to save and I make enough money to save for things that I want. And and I also have a very different outlook for, for my life too. And, I was kind of like an old soul, you know. I always, I always feel like I grow up a little bit faster than my peers around me. So I look mm-hmm. at things very differently. My achievement in life, and I already hate that Chinese typical Chinese achievement. You compare like how much money you have, how big your house is, and you know all that kind of stuff. I hated that. So what I like is how how happy I am. That's that's a, like my goal in life is can I wake up in the morning and be happy that I want to, to live my life fully today. 
And that sort of became my principle of life. And, and I judge that as my success more than I do money. I don't mind having a lot of money, frankly, but <laughs> that is really not that big a deal for me. I don't mind it, but uh, I want it. But that's not you that big a deal. I learned that money could give you, the one thing that money could give you, right, that without money you can't get is convenience. Mm. Convenience that, you know, when, especially when you need it the most. Mm-hmm. Convenience as in like when you are busy, you're not feeling good, you want to, and yet you're tired and yet you still have to travel, you get to travel first class. Right. Money can get you that. Right. But, or, or like when you need a car and you don't have a car, you can just walk in to a, a place and shop for a car like yeah. you used to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, right, it doesn't guarantee happiness really because right. I found out that when the time that I had, I had the most money, there were two two phases of my life where I've got the most money that time, those two times, I was really unhappy and I used money to buy happiness and those happiness are temporary and the yeah. people that you mix with during that time are the worst friends that you could ever make. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I kind of believe that. I mean, not, not to say that because of that I don't want money, I still want money. <laughs> but, but <laughs> he just spit water. <laughs> I said uh-huh. that. He just, he just spit in water. <laughs> Oh my he, God. Was he was taking a chunk of water as I said that. <laughs> he spit it out water. Oh, but, uh. you know, but, uh, you know, like I said, it, there's so much more to life. And why am I doing Penang Hokkien? You know, I, I, I really, I make no money from it. In fact, I, I've spent all my spent money all on it. Yeah. And for I've said that many times I don't want to bore everybody but that's the whole reason is there's certain thing about creative people and you are a creative person you know that there's a certain outlet you know my online my podcast and Ding the Bell and all that and and Penai Hokkien it's my creative outlet and I feel good doing it it's it's like my it's my canvas you know that's where I paint if I'm a painter that's how I paint and my podcast happens to be my blank canvas I like to paint with so that's that. But with that said, I am going to wrap this up. I cannot believe we talked for so long. But I thank you so much for sharing your stories. And you have to come back again. We'll talk, we'll talk more and we'll dig more and capo more about your personal life. And uh, so you can contact me by writing me online at gmail.com. You can go to onlinepodcast.com, leave your comment there. You can actually tweet me, follow me on Twitter. I love that. At John Ong, follow me there. And uh, thank you to my childhood friend who agreed to come up here and uh, let me ask him personal questions. Thank you so much and say bye. Bye. And don't forget to smile, bitches.